1: Confederacy of Dunks, Toronto Raptors, Scottie B. We the North, baby. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's up? Welcome to the Confederacy of Dunks. I am Freddie Rivas here with my host Andy Hull. That's right. I'm your host. Your pers- shit I messed personal up right host yeah. you blew it right off the top i messed up right away uh andy <laughs> is um listen he's a he's a, I mean i don't even know he's just a good guy so i'm just uh, I'm, but
0: i'm just gonna be on you you yeah. know any small any uh, speaking yeah. error any kind of mispronunciation Please. you're dead Gr-
1: grill me yeah um i'm training for uh life so yeah yeah i, I need you i need you to host me um <laughs> every night at your house yeah and, We'll go. we we'll to we'll go to Hull Charm School. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, we cool. we are a Raptors podcast, NBA podcast uh, with Raptors Republic, and uh, we have a very uh, amazing guest here. Uh, if you're watching on video, I mean, pretty cool nickname off the top, Pascal Slay Akam. Uh, you got the sleigh in there. You got an actual Santa style spelling Slay. Uh, he's with Raptors HQ. Uh, he talks Raptors on the radio and. Um, uh on cp24 and cbc a bunch of stuff um
2: i'm trying to turn yeah. this thing on while you introduce me there you it's, go oh
1: Ray, wow Ray. Ray okay, we got lights too you. jay rosales what's up how you doing man
2: uh i'm doing great um ho 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 fellas uh really happy to be on um let's talk raptors talk i, I don't know i'm, I'm excited like I, you've had me on a couple of times here freddy but i don't know if i've been more excited for for the agenda we've got on tap um Let's get to it, man. I'm excited. There's some fun yeah, stuff Yeah,
1: let's, uh, let's do it. I got a, I got a serious agenda. And that's, you're my host, too. Um, <laughs> everybody's a host episode. Uh, okay, let's, uh, let's fire this up. So first question, uh, let's start with you, Jay. Um, yeah, I don't think the Raptors have won. No, I mean, I know they haven't won three games in a row. Uh, I was actually at the Hornets game yesterday where uh, the Raptors beat a team of um, bench players that are not well-known and Terry Rozier. Um, So, you know, we won the game. That was nice. But uh, we need to win three in a row to get a Darko dinner. So Darko uh, Ryakovich has promised the team a dinner if they win three games in a row. Uh, I mean, doesn't get too uh thirstier than that i don't think um not a good spot basically trying to whatever i mean uh, we're perhaps blowing it out of proportion but it's just not a great look uh these guys uh, aren't struggling with dinner um so yeah not not great don't think it's going to convince anyone but um it is funny so darko dinners um
2: Maybe it's just the kind of pizza that they're talking about. Like, what if he said pizza, pizza? He doesn't know Toronto pizza. Like, offer the good stuff. I was going to give a quick plug to a good pizza place, but I don't know any. So, I mean, this is this is where you guys could But yeah, Maybe I'm he's just offering the wrong pizza place.
1: Maybe, but to me, offering his team a dinner if they win three games in a row is not, not a super confident move. Um, <laughs> it's like, yeah. Like it's like he's he's it's like you're out for dinner and someone fake pulls their wallet out you're like like nah I know you got this except yeah, he knows like, it
2: yeah it's like offering money as a prize for some like in season tournament like thing it's just it's not the right incentive to get these guys going
0: yeah like these guys can afford their own dinner you know <laughs> yeah. what I mean this isn't like your your high school like house league team or something you know what I mean where your coach is like guys you know (laughs) pieces on me you know you're eating free today you know what i mean it's like these guys make
1: millions of dollars you know
0: (laughs) they also hang
1: out a lot yeah they're constantly together yeah uh dark times um so anyways that made me think like you know there's been there's a lot to choose from here but there's been a lot of bleak moments in raptors history and this isn't this is another one so uh jay we're gonna start with you give me Uh, Give me a standout bleak moment in in Raptors history.
2: Uh, I actually have a date for this one. Uh, April 21st, 2007. It is game one of the playoffs. The Raptors are hosting the New Jersey Nets. Vince Carter is on that team. Mm. It's time to get some revenge on Carter Fans continue booing him constantly. And what happens before the ball even tips off? Yep. I the know. fans are given free shirts. What color are those shirts? They are red. What Blue. color are the Raptors wearing? White. White. What color are the Nets wearing? Red. Red. Yeah. That's uh, a great yeah, one. I certainly do
0: remember that.
2: This is a good one. I don't even have to tell you that the Raptors lost the game. They lost the game before the ball was even tipped off. That was the... Yeah. That was probably the lowest of the low. Like, you figure I'd pick something where, like, the Raptors finish the season with, like, 10 wins something. But, like, that is horrible. That is No,
1: that's, uh, this is what I'm going for. That's pathetic. Like, that's good it's,
2: stuff. It doesn't get more pathetic. And, and as someone who used to uh, work in the arena as, as game ops, I, I would probably quit on the spot finding that out. Like, I don't want to be attached to this at all. Like, big, big problem there by uh, – everyone involved in how that happened so yeah that's pretty much it that's that's the bleakest moment i don't know uh yeah i don't know if you guys thought that one. Oh, listen I,
0: I i how did that happen this yeah. is the thing like how far in advance do we know about the jersey choice like and it's got to be a thing where it's like look we're make just make sure we're wearing red for these home games you know or whatever right or or let's get white t-shirts how about that how about all season long we're wearing whites as homes so we're obviously not gonna put them in the red shirts that's the nets colors <laughs> It's like someone, I hope that person got fired. And I never say that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And 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 if you think about like what happened in the playoff seasons after that, like in the first few years with Masai in, in town, they basically said, you know what, it's never gonna get as bleak as this. So let's just continue to roll out really horrendous uh shirts to give out. Remember the angry beaver, you remember the one with the the, the holding the net? It was just mm-hmm. it was horrible after horrible shirt. But it was like well, it can't really get any worse than wearing the same color as the opponent. So, um, yeah, that one—that one's got to be up there for me. <sighs> yeah, that's that's tough. That's, that's a great I, one. I cringe whenever
0: anything that's not like Canada Day. You know what I mean? Like overtly Canadian has a, like a picture of a beaver on it. I I. I got no problems with the Mighty Beaver. I got no problems with the iconography. But if we're talking about, like, the Toronto Raptors, like, I don't need to see a beaver anywhere involved in that. I don't need to see that at all. Like, they used to give out the Canadian Comedy Awards, and they used to have, like, a stupid cartoon beaver on it. And I'm just like, guys, let's take something a bit seriously, even though it is a comedy award. Uh, I got I got a date for you, too, actually. I got a date. Uh, June 26th, 2014. Does anyone know the significance of that date?
1: june 26 2014. so you
0: might notice that that's an off season that's that's a that's a draft that's That's a draft draft. draft. 2014 draft and and listen let me tell you you probably can see what's coming here but before like this isn't about one of those classic things of like we took x person and we could have got y person you know like (laughs) like that is a popular way to go back and look at drafts Sure. But, but, but I think that's flawed because, you know, yeah. that, that means other people, like a bunch of other people. That's right. Usually so much missing
1: context, Yeah.
0: So for example, Nicole Jokic in this draft, you know, goes what 41st overall, right? Yeah. That's 40 ish, you know, 40 ish. That's 40 picks that missed out on him. So we can't be like the Raptors had 20th pick overall here. We missed out on Jokic. No, we didn't miss out on Jokic. Everyone missed out on Jokic, but we did make a really off the board choice here uh, at 20 uh, which again, is not a super high draft pick, but you know we're looking. You're looking for someone who can make an impact, you know, even if it's yeah. within a little bit of time. But that's of course where the Raptors took Bruno. Uh, how do you say his last name? Cab- 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 Caboclo. Caboclo. Yeah. We took Bruno here. Yeah. And I remember watching. We were stoked about this draft, you know. We we were we my friends and I were watching at our at our at our friend's house, and we're expecting one of the guys who's on the board, you know, mm-hmm. who the guys are talking about on the TV, and it's like this they announced bruno and we're just like who yeah. and then and then of course you get the rundown of like okay okay like the guys are like shuffling their papers on the on the broadcast being like uh oh yeah oh yeah it's this guy from brazil you know yeah, uh, yeah he's
2: real yeah, yeah yeah
0: oh okay so there's like very little footage of him uh what what the footage is looks looks pretty cool you know like he looks maybe like he's a, a, the phenom in brazil of course he is I- in brazil right and like but the of course this didn't pay off for the raptors at all. It's all-time to me, it's like one of the all-time worst picks because it's even though if you look at the guys who got picked around this spot, there's no crazy standout player like Bogdan Bogdanovich goes 27th like uh I don't know. There's not there's not really anyone else who stands out uh, you know getting down to like Jokic and I don't mm-hmm. know D'Andre Daniel's here who we did take actually. But anyways, uh um uh there's not a ton of guys who we could have picked but there's just something there was something about the feeling when we picked the guy who no one had ever heard of or seen or anything Where it was like this is such a toronto pick like we'd had this for years where we picked these guys and they they don't they never meant to anything and it just felt so like oh we thought maybe it was going to be different this time around and instead uh we end up with um the brazilian phenom that is Bruno.
1: Quote. yep and we got we got the famous quote from that right the two years away from being two years away which was wildly accurate yes absolutely it was such accurate. a slanderously <laughs> yes. mean quote and man oh man i forget who made that but it's like i'd love to see that guy be like yeah anyone want to talk about that quote with me because i nailed it he's yeah. two years away okay you got the math there from being two years away <laughs> yeah. and he was so correct. Yes. And that, by the way, that was two years away from being two years away from being a passable NBA player.
0: Yes. Like yes. a Just journeyman. The NBA. Yeah, yes. exactly. And like, and- I, 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 I kind of get like the mindset. If you're within the organization, you're looking at this draft class and you're going, there's no one really exciting here. Like yeah. m- m- <laughs> take a flyer on this guy who no one knows about. It's like, in your mind within like you can have an insular thing where like this kind of makes sense with this if this guy is you know how good he is in brazil this could be crazy totally but of course it's not going to be that
1: like just and, go with the standard knowledge and i mean right right after that right it's mitch mcgary in and out of the league yeah, yeah um exactly jordan adams i don't even remember him rodney hood. um rodney yeah. hood you know yeah he had a he had a he had a kid of time he did some stuff. Okay, here's mine. Um, a lot to choose from here. Uh, I want to give a little notable, maybe either uh, if you guys remember the player. I, I, I just can't remember the player. But there was a moment during the Jay Triano era where he called a player from the bench and the player wouldn't come. Uh, I, I want to say it's, it's not Julian Wright because I think that's later on. Um, I forget. I, th- uh, I think it's a right, like a W R R Antoine,
2: Antoine Wright. It might it maybe it's Wright?
1: Antoine Wright, but the player wouldn't come, and it was like all on camera, <laughs> and the player just shook his head, and it was like this moment where it was like it was just so embarrassing to call a player from the bench, and the player would be like, "Nah." Um, yeah.
2: Triana was only here for two seasons, and Antoine Wright was on for that first season, and then the second season, Julian Wright. So one of those two rights, I think you're, I think it is Antoine Wright.
1: The Wright brothers. Um, (laughs) Here's my actual moment though. So this is uh, 2010, uh, also offseason. And um, uh, uh, Matt Barnes, does anyone remember Matt Barnes? Of course, right? Yeah.
0: yeah. So
1: the Raptors traded for Matt Barnes. uh, And the trade did not go through because of a math error. So (laughs) Matt Barnes agreed but uh we we couldn't afford to, we had used our mid-level exception money on linus <laughs> Klaza. Oh, so, man! so uh oh, i remember both, both trade, teams agreed yeah. to the trade and then somewhere in the back offices uh someone got called out it's like hey dude you did the math wrong so uh wajnarowski mark stein get on the horn let everyone know that the raptors will not be acquiring matt barnes um, because someone didn't, uh, didn't whatever, do the, do the math right. So,
2: um,
1: that's really embarrassing, really bleak, uh, it would have been a nice acquisition for Barnes. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's my bleak moment. For some okay. reason,
0: uh, my friends and I always said, Linus Klaeser as Lannis Klaeser. Cause he that looks like way
2: more to- suitable than yeah. Lannis yeah, that way, looked, like that needs to be like the standard of how you pronounce his name. He looked like such a monster. He was so big. Yeah, <laughs> you know? he's like
1: okay, you know th- that name works for like it's like this guy's coming to kill you.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I always but, wonder with those types of deals that that fall through, right? I mean, we we you know you guys remember like the the Lowry supposed to be going to the Knicks and that didn't happen. Yes. And, like yeah. we know how that turned out actually very well with the Raptors. I wonder if like this too. Like if Matt Barnes was on the Raptors, maybe we don't end up like if there's that whole like yeah the, doors, the ripple ready. for sure yeah yeah um but yeah i completely forgot about that one that's getting getting caught up on a like on someone someone's financials like miscalculation is is as bleak as it gets i, I have a
0: question i have a question sure. uh jay that was a really good reference you made there um do you think people know what people of our general age are talking about when we say sliding doors oh <laughs> Do you know did, I mean? did I did I give my
2: first I'm aging myself reference? <laughs> I well, haven't even well, touched import. that stuff yet.
0: Or is it something that's persisted? Like, like I know what you're talking about. It's Gwyneth Paltrow movie from like what early 2000s or something. Yeah. Uh, like, but does is that something that people know? Like outside of like I would like, say,
2: do I would say, know that. Hold on that question to when we get to one of the later questions because I'll make you feel even older. I'll, I'll <laughs> okay. even date myself. I, even more. This is not even meaning. to, I'm not trying to call. No, it no, around. no. I, think, that, I, I use that.
0: sliding doors all the time. It's like a very normal <laughs> Wait, reference there, for me. I just assume one, okay. everyone knows it.
2: Well, what if uh isn't the other one people use is well, there's ripple effect I and mean, Freddie said that but like there's yeah. also isn't there also a Butterf- butterfly effect? butterfly effect yeah is that older or like the same like i don't
0: know could be i know okay that that's a real like that's like a real theory that then they based a movie on i think right whereas whereas sliding doors, sliding doors is, just, is just the name just of that the movie. movie Yeah, which i think is honestly that's my preferred way to to reference that is is saying sliding doors
1: no. Oh yeah, okay. I was about to be like, is was this? Is this not like sort of an, an expression? Nope. First, first line of Wikipedia. <laughs> Although the term originated from the nineteen ninety eight film *Sliding Doors*, uh, I, the, the concept did exist. Okay. Uh, actually, it, okay, this is this is like older than us, but it existed from a play called *Dangerous Corner* in nineteen thirty two wow interesting yeah so but, but let's be
0: honest people weren't saying sliding doors before <laughs> no. the Gwyneth Pacho movie, right like we yeah. were out here just being like oh wow what a sliding doors moment like no yeah no,
1: no. you know during world like war two concept II... was real <laughs> yeah. but like during we didn't have a name people for it. were not talking about that play i think <laughs> um <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <gasps> um amazing uh okay uh so um raptor stuff let's uh let's just do it let's talk about trades uh, i think that it's so what the people want. Uh, I think people are obsessed with it. We are 11 and 15 short of something magical this year is about the development of Scotty. And I think the retaining of assets, Pascal uh, and, and OG, right? Whether that's a potential extension or you trade them or you're you know you're confident you're going to resign them. The, this trade deadline is is the, I would say, you know, penultimal moment. Penultimal? That's not a word.
2: Penultimate? Penultimate, penultimate,
1: penultimate moment of, of kind of like, do they stay or do they go? Right? Because the trade deadline is going to happen. It's going to pass. And then we'll be like, okay, there's one more chance to sign them or trade them or whatever. So I thought it'd be fun if we, we all sort of thought of a trade for uh one of those guys um he's also gary in the mix and um yeah i don't know who wants to kick this off uh andy do you have a is there i i could kick it off with my trade
0: you you, i i just kind of like looked at it and like kind of analyzed stuff that i like heard around and like read you know what i mean so like i more comment on that sort of stuff i didn't actually like come up with my own trade for this but you guys did right
1: uh yeah i i do have a trade uh it's it's I I think I'll just say it off the bat. I think it's a little bit of a Raptors loss, but I feel like I think these are all Raptors I'll, all lost. of them yeah. are going to be yeah. Raptors. Exactly. I'm all trying to deal with the reality of the situation and, you know, Masai and Bobby having some humble pie perhaps. So here here's the logic. It starts from this place. We're confident we can resign or extend Siakam. We're not confident we can resign or extend OG. So that's the that's the fork in the road that they're starting from. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's an OG trade. Right. Uh, wh- who wants OG? Who needs OG? Who's willing to take him for one year, assuming they can then resign him, um, and even if they can't, they're in a bit of a desperate situation. That team, for me, is the New Orleans Pelicans. So there's a lot of Indiana talk. There's a lot of, you know, I think Hawks talk is more real. But the the Indiana stuff, you know, all these teams that are, are, things are just gold, things are going well. I don't see them being desperate. The Pelicans need to be good. They need to be good now. Uh, the Zion timeline, the Brandon Ingram time, timeline, I think there's pressure there to be good. Uh, and OG will make a difference on that team. And the really deep. So they can give us some players and use OG as a consolidating type thing. Anyhow, that's the logic here. Uh, and the trade is uh, OG and Ananobi, Chris Boucher, and Otto Porter Jr. So all potentially role players. I'm assuming Otto won't actually play. But it, this makes them, I think, a better team now. Um, and we get back. A uh, first round pick. Uh, the salary matcher, and this is big, is CJ McCollum. So the reason we get CJ is he's on, he has uh, three years left on his contract, or t- sorry, two years left on his contract. So it's a little bit of kicking the can for the Raptors. And it's like we have time to then deal with CJ. He's a shooter, ball handler. And if you're the Pelicans, you're like, this, this, this kind of, you know, we can do without CJ because we're, we're improving here. And then we also, I wanted him in the draft. So I, I mean, I don't know that that's going to happen for sure, but we also get uh, Jordan Hawkins, who is a great shooter, uh, guard ball handler gives us more of that kind of that room. So that's my trade. Uh, and I, uh, The, the, the trade machine says that the Raptors win, but I think that, you know, the sort of basic fantasy stuff, whoever gets the best player in the trade wins, and I think the best player is OG. So I do think the Pelicans win, but it's a, yeah, a bit of a, acknowledging the timeline move, that's my trade. What are you guys saying?
2: I, I had it, I thrown, I, while you were talking, I threw that into a, a different trade machine, the, the fans one. Uh, they had the Pelicans actually winning that one. and So I think that if you get something where like, it has the trade machines kind of giving you different uh, answers there, then that probably means it, it's one of those where it, it really is kind of, all, it can be seen as a win-win, right? Yeah. Uh, where both teams can, can see the value in it. Um, yeah. I, I think you kind of laid it out really well there at the top. Um, I think any trade that involves Pascal or OG, it's it's fair to assume right off the bat Raptors fans are not going to be happy. Right. Um, more so, I would say the, the, the fair weather casual fans who are, would like to see um, something of a, you know, a match in 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 value there. I mean, it would be really great to see someone like CJ head over here, and this would obviously open up the floor for Scotty to kind of be the playmaker uh with CJ out there as a scorer. I mean, that's what we've seen over the last little while. Is this team will thrive if there are more scorers around that nucleus of Scotty creating and or Pascal creating. So, um, I like it. I think it'll it'll work. I think that um you know, it, it's one of those that I think that you'll probably get more um negative comments out of pelicans fans uh because they, they they would probably try to want to fleece the raptors a bit more and then not give up mccullough but mm-hmm. i see it I, I see a win here from from both sides of it um again with the acknowledgement that like yeah the, the raptors are 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 definitely giving up more here i mean and, and that's trying to put a put aside the the bias of this being uh you know og being our guy mm-hmm. um but yeah, I mean, I'll, I would I would take that if it meant that we we don't lose OG for nothing in the off season.
1: Yeah, and 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 I think the picks important, and it seems like, uh, and I agree with it. Uh, what's been important for Masai and Bobby is to not get a bunch of picks that, you know, could end up being Grady, Coloco, and Malachi. I think he wants like someone like someone like Jordan Hawkins. is like okay, he's shown yeah. that he's good. Um, and, you know, you could replace Hawkins for a variety of guys on the Pelicans. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, Trey Murphy or whatever. But, uh, yeah. Anyways, that's 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 the, that's the goal. Uh, who wants to step in here?
2: Uh, I got uh, three trades for three different players. So, uh, okay. Ooh, wow. really, yeah, it's, up, it's up to you guys what you want to do here. It should you go, ahead. go ahead. Them, I'll list yeah, all, I, you out know out what? There. None of them seem to step on each other. So, I can just fire off all three at the same time. Um, and then you can just pick on whichever one you like or you can just say they all suck um i'll start with my favorite and that is actually also og um going to the thunder um the salary match in this one would be um bertans um the the juicy you know the young prospect coming back would be jalen williams and then three firsts um from thunder so for the thunder they don't need bertans uh, Jalen is really the the one that they we're talking about the good Jalen Williams, not the other Jalen Williams, the the one that's actually their starter. Um, he's the one they probably wouldn't want to part with. And one, yeah. Um, <laughs> and then, um, and and for me, the draft picks. I mean, I think we all know they have like thirty picks over mm-hmm. the next like five years or something like that. Like it's they can they can give these things away fairly easily, and still have more picks to make an even bigger splash. So um, that's one. Uh, next one I've got here, uh, Gary Trent uh, plus Boucher plus Porter Jr. to Chicago for Levine. Um, then I've got a pair of Siakam trades. Um, these ones are actually kind of hard to put together. I think OG was the easiest because OG can go to any team, really. And mm-hmm. his, his salary is only $18 million, so it's very easy to match. So it's a matter of trying to find value in that. Um, Siakam was very difficult because a lot of teams um, either don't have the money or... They have someone who's kind of that self-creator already, so he wouldn't really fit there. So I landed on two teams, um, Memphis being one for uh, Marcus Smart, Brandon Clark, Zaire Williams and three firsts, or the Blazers for a bunch of ex-Celtics, Brogdon, Robert Williams, um, the shiny prospect being Shaden Sharp and three firsts. So I've thrown like four trades at you guys, um, any one of them
0: enticing. I mean, they, honestly, they all kind of sound enticing to me as a Raptors fan. But my whole my whole thing about this is like after after seeing so many like people, uh, um, both Toronto media and like the American media, like pitch Raptors trades, it's very clear we are either overvaluing all the Raptors players or they're undervaluing all of them, right? And it's probably somewhere in the middle. Right. But um, but I like uh, I like Shaden Sharp. I'll take him. You
1: know. <laughs> yeah, I, I think for me the OKC one, I mean uh the 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 good Jalen Williams is too good. So I think
2: that's <laughs> the, that's, <laughs> hard, I, that's I, the one that'll be a, a, the 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 easiest no for the other team.
0: Well, when you yeah, said Jaylen, yeah. no yeah. way that's, I mean you're right they but three first it's like they're but that's where OKC that, can That's can something overpay. that like
2: that's more of a that's what Masai is going to ask for, right? Masai is going to ask yeah, for He's let's be real. He's going to ask for five first, but like, he's not going to get that. (laughs) So I was trying to find somewhere in between here. I mean, the trade still works if you give one pick, but I threw it, I made it three just because I'm selfish.
1: I also think that, um, you know, similar to the uh, Celtics when they had a bunch of picks um, part of the reason that they were kind of stunted in making a trade is teams are not approaching you saying, oh um you know let's just let's just be fair and you give me a first round pick they're looking being like okay you have 45 picks so I want 10 <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then yeah. and then the, the you know Presti is like oh well that's ridiculous you wouldn't ask that of Minnesota and then whatever GM is just sort of like I know I would not ask that of Minnesota they have no hmm. picks yeah <laughs> any, any problems here like you know and it's like I think when people call the Raptors they're like yeah do you want um, we'll give you like, you know, a bag of shit for your, for your best player. <laughs> yeah. but, but, um, but he's,
2: but he's Canadian, but he's Canadian, right? Yeah. yeah right. Totally. Exactly. Yeah. So I always think Canadian. that. Yeah.
1: Um, so I think like that's, that's kind of like the, the reality is like when you hoard picks, people are like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to assist you in your pick hoarding. So, uh, I'm going to ask you for more picks than I would ask anyone else. And I'll hang up the phone if you're, if you're being, you know, tight with that. Um, I think Portland's the most interesting to me because, not because I, I know what, uh, you know, how, if they'd be in on the sort of Siakam free agent experience, but I think that I just can't see that, that Brogdon, I can't see them not wanting to move Brogdon. Brogdon's um, going to
2: move, yeah, yeah.
1: And, you know, uh, Robert Williams, great nickname, by the way, Time Lord. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I feel like he's sort of in this potential right now where he's injured and I feel like I could see him being like with five teams in the next two years type thing. Like he's that has that type of energy. He's, he's great, right? He has huge potential. So Portland I think is the team that I I, I see wanting to make moves. I think they want, they probably want picks, but if there is a player that they feel like they can, they can yeah. keep of like, siakam's quality maybe. it
0: feels like the like the blazers and raptors are in a similar situation where like their franchise is at right now it's so, like these two teams trading with each other feels like a lot of like we're just kind of spinning our wheels a little bit like mm-hmm. you know what i mean we're all kind of doing the same thing we're yeah. guys. same who, with the hawks who are going to be gone next yeah. year and like you know yeah. we're just yeah. trading them off on each other like why would either team do that really like mm-hmm. unless we're getting picks back um uh well we can why... see how the rap why the raptors would do it the raptors
2: are doing it just because they don't want to lose these guys for anything right? oh, of course so, yeah. well I mean, I mean
0: yeah we're getting something but like that's why i honestly the okc one while it's i think over what they would give us yep. is the, is the one where it's like oh here's a here's a player whoever you pick is going to help you right now and your team is already pretty good this is going to give you an extra push and um and yeah i don't know that's why i like that one the most i, I did you guys see the one that bill simmons uh, proposed oh boy uh, like, if it's, it's bill simmons attached
2: i'd i'd usually avoid it <laughs>
0: yeah exactly uh um but bill was like okay wiggins and uh here because um, uh, <laughs> he's canadian yeah, exactly and this is the thing and americans love to do this they think like we're we're we're, we're taking um um we're taking any canadian player at, at a massive loss um uh, and it's like, uh, uh, w- w- like, we'll we'll will give anything to have Canadians. It's like, well, that's just not really. The ask
2: ask the Pistons if they're if they're itching to trade for Detroit native Draymond Green. Just ask the Pistons <laughs> yeah, if they're exactly. willing to do yeah. that. We right. also just
1: like straight up let Banton go, <laughs> right? Yeah. So it's like, oh, first Toronto guy ever, and it's like, oh, the Raptors didn't well, even talk to him and he just walked sure, away. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, but it was like it was like it was Wiggins and and Kaminga for for. Uh, for pascal and everyone in the comments was like it's so it was so funny to see it every raptors fan was like are you kidding that's nuts we don't get any like that's garbage terrible trade and all the warriors fans were like absolutely not we were not trading for this guy like it was like who wins this trade who wants this trade you know um and then another one i saw was was basically the same thing except it was clay and it's like i i mean i get it i just do you Like that kind of makes sense, but I kind of just feel like the Warriors aren't going to do that. Like, this is a guy, he's Uh, like a legacy player. He's, you know, he's one of their all time guys at this point. I just don't, I don't know. I don't see them. And he's also,
2: he's also an expiring. So that's, you're essentially trading Pascal's expiring for his expiring. So it's, you're in the same boat again. Yeah. And I mean,
1: I think if you're, if you're like, hey, we're going to move Clay, I, I, I think there's honestly, uh, a chance that like you like you he are just, called into an emergency meeting with Steph Curry and he's like you move Clay we're we're in yeah, yeah, Don't move exactly, don't move Clay. Yeah. It's my best friend. Exactly. Like, you know, he's my absolutely. best friend. He's my, my best, my best <laughs> he's my best man. Uh, please um, I know he's not trying he's not
0: playing that well right now, but please don't trade him.
1: You understand. Uh,
0: um, um so yeah coming name is the one that comes up all the time for these trades though also which is like i love Kaminga. yeah i, I like yeah. i don't hate that uh, for us you know so like uh you know it, but but i think either way it's it's that it's that thing of yeah toronto is we we know our guys we think our guys are great and no one else does you know <laughs> classic okay here's, here's one thing i sorry. heard someone say the other day though just real quickly sorry friend yeah, yeah, uh, okay. uh og og is actually being undervalued by the entire league i think and maybe it's like a sneaky move by gms because they don't want to give up too much for him but it is. Uh, which of course but like he's he's an elite defensive player who is good at offense if you flip that around and you have an elite offensive player who is good on defense like that's like those are the top guys in the league those are the Not ones familiar. you're giving up draft
2: picks for exactly
0: yeah. so like this thing of like OG, like being this like just whatever player is like it's insane he's he's an el- absolutely elite defender and and a good offensive player so you know you want something good back for him obviously right so well, we'll see what happens i guess
1: uh yeah i mean i think that people are going to do that to the raptors because of their situation for sure and yes. you know they based on the rumored sort of like potential bidding war stuff for OG people know, you know, if you're Memphis, if you're the Sacramento Kings, if you're the Pelicans, whatever, you know, that OG can greatly change your playoff outcome. Yeah. So you're going to do that a hundred, you know, hundred times out of a hundred. But I also feel like that teams are willing to say, Hey, we're going, you know, we're going to offer og the max yes raptors you can pay him more than anybody else but there's a chance that you're going to be in trouble so if you want to avoid that we can help you out by giving you a shitty deal uh, and yeah i mean i think that kind of carried over well from the first question just bleak raptor stuff uh love it love yeah. it it's a bleak time right now it's way bleak Looking bleak, baby. Let's yep. uh let's move to some NBA. Uh I'll start with you on this, uh Jay. Giannis chasing after the ball. This is good shit to me. This is a yeah. cinematic moment. <laughs> you you have a bunch of so you know, talking about like uh sliding doors here, like you know, even the end where he was like, I don't know if I got the ball, that's hilarious. Um the pacers being petty, that's good stuff too. Uh, Thanasis, his brother, chasing him down the hallway, pulling his jersey, screaming, freaking out. I really, really love this. Uh Yeah, you know, like Giannis is that guy where he's like so, but like, kind of like has these like cute interviews where he's talking about like Oreos and like uh dipping them in milk and stuff. And then it's like he has these moments. Last year he pushed that ladder down and – and this year, it's like chasing after the ball. So I'm like, okay, I'm I'm, I'm pretty into, I'm pretty into Giannis losing his mind. It's fun. <laughs> um, anyways, yeah, very cinematic moment. We'd love to see it dramatized, and maybe think, what are some other, uh, you know, really outrageous moments that you would like to turn into a movie? Jay, we'll start with you.
2: Um, I took a a moment that happened uh, in the '90s, um, okay, and I. Uh, merged it with uh, a classic '90s movie. So, here's the scene. Let me set the scene. All right. Good. All right. We've got our friend. Uh, let's call him. Uh, it's a 19s, 1940s diner. Okay. Uh, this guy Larry. Let's call him Larry. He's at. Uh, sure. He's at. He's at the the bar there, ordering his food. He's you know he's kind of got this rep. You know him and his him and his boys are kind of like the uh, they're trying to be the the gang of the neighborhood. And in comes this guy. This other guy, the rival gang, Biff. Let's call him Biff. Biff and his <laughs> gang walk in, and they start fighting. Actually, Biff's real name is Alonzo. Just, just so. I <laughs> uh, so he starts arguing with Larry. Uh, his, his, his gang members know him as Grandmama. But anyways, so these two start fighting, and they're arguing about you know whose whose neighborhood this is, like who's who's like, the gang that owns his neighborhood, and in comes Marty. Maureen McFly. Oh, sorry, I meant Jeff Van Gundy. And I'm oh, sorry, I meant Marty. <laughs> And he comes in and tries to break up the fight. And while he's trying to break up the fight, he falls and ends up holding on, you know, to, to Biff's leg there and gets dragged <laughs> along the floor. I, I think that something like that can be done there, right? What's something, something with like a nineteen forties diner with, with a fight? What do you guys think? Do you think do you think that, that could happen? Maybe, I think you know? this is
0: the only answer to this question. Yeah, to yeah. Be it's honest. Cute, it's cute. the answer.
2: You
1: blew my answer like. Straight up, you know, out of the water. That's good stuff.
0: There's no dumber NBA moment. There's no better movie that it fits into. This, you know, it's all perfect.
2: This is absolutely
0: perfect to me. Uh,
2: Back to the Future and Nixon and Heat, I mean, they, they, they go together like, I don't know what goes together really well, but uh, I think they go together well. Um, yeah, so let's make it happen. Call up, uh, I don't know, Martin Scorsese or something. This is
1: good. This is good.
0: Um, um, similarly, maybe, uh, how about, like, how about um, – I don't I have it plotted out like a whole other movie, no, no, I mean- but but because not all of us are as talented as Jay at that, obviously. Um, but like, I mean, you said Knicks. I mean, I immediately thought of Reggie and Spike. I mean, you know, just the, the trash talking from the side and then the, you know, the choking. Like that's to me, that's one of my that's one of my favorite basketball moments ever. And it, like, half doesn't even have to do with basketball. You know what I mean? Like, it's, like, just a, a fan, just, like, a way too overzealous fan in Spike Lee, just uh, being a part of it. So, like, I don't know. He's uh, he's uh, the Agent Smith and Reggie's uh, Neo? I don't know. Whatever movie you want to throw it into, uh, go for it, you know? What if there's, like, a hundred Spike Lees and Reggie's got to fight them all off? I don't know. I <laughs> mean, that's well, good man. shit.
1: The only thing right. is we do have winning time. The, the documentary which is about Love the, that documentary yeah um, well that's yeah that's a doc yeah you are talking about like listen if this is like a real sort of drama film
0: or how about okay or how about a quick one the one, the one where uh um uh all of the the Michigan basketball team decided to wear black socks <laughs> see your dog loves that <laughs> wait the michigan team decided to wear yeah the Wolverines they all like Chris Webber and all those guys and they were just like you know what the rules say we have to wear white socks guess what we're wearing black socks
1: oh that's good
0: and like everyone at the time was like what's wrong with them black socks look stupid you look like a businessman you know what I mean but then all of a sudden all the kids started wearing black socks with their sneakers Play basketball. Uh, that's also
2: Chris Weber is, is Freddie Bryant knows my favorite player of all time Fab oh. Five my favorite team of all time yeah. so I am 150 percent behind this idea
1: Cute. I love I love that looks stupid you look like a businessman <laughs> yeah, well that's, that's, that that's the like... quote of the episode so far I think. <laughs> um, you idiot you look like a successful like a businessman
0: walking on the court of a basketball uh, uh, game um,
1: okay uh, here's mine uh, it's recent so there might be a little bit of trauma there uh, but we're going full contagion uh, mm. so this is the this is the Utah Jazz and um, the the stars are Rudy Gobert Donovan Mitchell and, um, you know, I want it to be almost like, almost like Memento style, maybe wow. a little like, maybe like, maybe like 24, but like a scrambled timeline. Right. So it's like, you have that, like, you know, that, that, that time come up uh, and, you know, you just see, cause there was a really good article written about how that, that jazz team, you know, first of all, there's all the drama of the game being right about to happen. And then the jazz not coming out of the locker room. And then the, the guy coming over the, you know, the arena speaker being like, everyone stay calm, but you do have to leave the arena. Uh, so that's sort of unfolding, right? Um, plus you got, you got the, the Tom Hanks stuff in there. You could just do a little side thing. It's like Tom Hanks has COVID, crazy. Um, he's okay. He's in Australia, no worries. Um, but, uh, and then the, the, the wild part too is that jazz team They got bussed out and and had to like wait outside of a hotel um, for something like 12 hours. And they were all just like calling their family and like sitting outside of a bus and trapped in this place. And plus, you get the drama there with Rudy and Donovan Mitchell. So I think there's a lot of, you know, kind of contagion style, uh, drama filled, scary stuff. And, um, you can mess around with the timeline. Who knows? Maybe you even start with Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert, like seeing each other for the first time when they're playing for like Minnesota and Cleveland, right? Like depending on how you want to mess around with that timeline.
2: Anyways, contagion. That I, completely, I completely forgot. I love that. I completely forgot about the, uh, the, the PA announcer on there, um, who would play the PA announcer? Can it be someone like a, a Morgan hmm. Morgan Freeman? Uh, like someone with like the voice, like uh what's his name? Jeffrey Wright? Like someone with like a very I, got, I gotta go Herbie Kuhn. Yeah. <laughs> even, even
1: though it's uh not the rappers, you gotta throw Herbie in.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> you gotta love it. He's up for the challenge. You need a good voice. You need a good voice for that for that one line. Yeah. Perfect. for it. I'm all for
1: it. Okay. Uh, question four here. So this is just a sort of, you know, kind of a standard checking in question. But uh, one of my favorite things to monitor throughout the season is this kind of, you know, like riding the highs and lows of uh, of narratives, right? So, um, you know, even even like uh, yeah, I brought them up a couple times, but I think they, they were a good sort of like capture the Zeitgeist team. But, you know, Indiana is only one game above 500, right? So that's a team that's kind of like, wow, this team, you know, they've arrived. Are they unstoppable? Uh, the answer is no, they are for sure stoppable. Mm-hmm. A very bad defense. Um, but, you know, if you're Indiana, things are great. Um, but, you know, the reverse is, wow, this team sucks. And, uh, you know, they've kind of got it together a little bit. So I don't know who wants to jump in here first. Is there a team that pops out to you? That early on, people were like, this team is really underperforming. They suck. And now you're sort of looking at them and you're like, no, they they don't suck. They're good.
2: I can go first. Sure. Yeah. Uh, three games into the season, the Minnesota Timberwolves had lost to the Raptors and the Hawks. Yeah. And I was jumping on saying, this is not a good team. Um, they are now the number one team in the West. Uh, they have the best defense. Wow. They are like historically good defense right now. So um, that's my team, Minnesota. I know that there's probably an answer that is going to be said, but I do not want to go down that route um, just to kind of keep things different here. But yeah, mm-hmm. like Minnesota is looking really, really good. I think that, you know, we think about, we talk about the Raptors, let's say losing to the Hornets a couple of weeks ago or losing to the blazers uh, in that second week of the season you know it's one of those losses where you're like how could you lose to that team for minnesota that's what toronto is right minnesota fans are looking at that schedule and they're like man why did we not beat that raptors team that crappy old raptors team in the season (laughs) opener that team is i was gonna swear but like it's not (laughs) a good team so that's what the it's it's weird how like the raptors are now in that scenario where we're part of that that group but yeah i think it's a minnesota um really yeah. really blowing my mind in terms of how how well they've, they've kind of turned things around after a, a fairly slow start there they're yeah the
1: Raptors team. are sorry go ahead and i was gonna say they're a fun team to watch yeah yeah i'm I, I, you know, speaking of rudy gobert i'm definitely enjoying that the, that that yeah. the the sort of like people are correcting the overcorrect like for, for a long time now, it's been like, oh, man, Rudy Gobert is totally overrated. He sucks. And now it's like, oh, wait a second. I think he's the best defender the NBA seen in a long time. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I think there is an obvious answer here. But uh, l- let me go to you, Andy. Is there a team that kind of jumps out to you?
0: Mine is more of a personal one. And I think for a little bit it was – it, it kind of oh. goes up, down, oh. up. So mine's sure. the Clippers.
1: Yes, yeah, that was my for sure. <laughs> yeah, that was the number one,
0: right? Be, okay, yeah. okay, good. I wasn't sure. Yeah. I was like, is that is this going to be like a unanimous thing? Is this what you're talking about? Yes. Okay, so I'll, so I'll i say it then. I'll be the, I'll be the Clippers because yeah, like obviously this is a team that like is a good team. Obviously, A bunch of good players. Uh, they add another, you know, good great player. Obviously, Harden, and then they just just you know crap themselves for a while yeah but now they're back and they're good and everyone's like oh yeah okay they just had to figure it out and um they're an all-star team basically and we'll see how they do and uh, it seems to be quite good they won what like eight in a row now or something and eight in a row yeah yeah so yeah yep there you go the clippers and they're sixth in the west and uh they're just gonna go up from there it feels like right yeah, uh, the, the other one I was thinking of was the Mavericks, which is right right there with them. Whereas like it felt like like what's this team you know and from what they were like last year, and then they're like oh they're pretty good for a while and they 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 are, and I feel like they're coming back to earth a little bit. Uh, but they're still you know they're still a team that's like oh okay, the Mavs are good.
1: Yeah, the the Clippers I I think are the answer. They inspired this question. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like everybody else was making fun of the Clippers, making fun of Harden, and. Um, <laughs> it's it's not just the 8 game winning streak it's sort of like the way they're they're pulverizing teams it's like oh right these are uh, these are some incredible players to have on the yeah. same team so uh, i think that they are figuring out and really good my backup answer is the bucks um the bucks didn't have a horrible start but i think early on it was sort of like what's going on with Middleton and do Lillard and Giannis fit. And like, you know, maybe that wasn't the best idea to get rid of drew holiday. And it's like, no, Lillard is certainly better than drew holiday. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, maybe the, the it's things aren't perfectly meshed, but, uh, you know, and, and maybe Giannis will never win another MVP, but he's so, so dominant. I think he's leading the league in, you know points per game again um and just the the bucks are just an absolute wrecking ball of a team especially in the regular season and it's honestly they- a
0: similar situation to the clippers right like you're adding this superstar player that's yeah. like potentially throws off the chemistry of what you've got working on, on like a good team and uh-huh. you see a little dip in their schedule they they lose a couple and stuff like that and they're kind of underperforming it seems like even though at the, even at that time for the bucks like when Dame would have a good game, like, you know, then then Giannis would have a good game. But they were never really on the same, like, like, wavelength, it felt like. And then now they're starting to figure it out.
1: Yeah, well said. You know, and I think, like, they when, – when there's players that good, the expectation is that you're just – you, the expectation sort of is that you're Boston, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I think Boston is the type of team that has just completely matched expectations. Like, they look like <clears throat> a super team. They are like a super team. And they're, they're doing exactly what people thought they would be doing. Um, okay. Let's, uh, let's, uh, let's wrap this baby up with a, with a quick draft pretty, <laughs> a quick draft. A I, quick love draft. I love that. Like the premise for entire podcast,
0: yeah, the is how we up. end our show.
1: <laughs> yeah. I love it. <laughs> Folks. Um, let's wrap this up with an extensive and weird draft uh, as always. So this is a, uh, I think this is Andy's idea. From a while back and then i just pretended it was my own organic idea uh last night when i was writing the topics but um andy well, do you want to take this draft away do you want to
0: sure 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 okay so um uh yeah well you know like we d- do a draft once in a while here this time inspired by our boy draymond green and his recent miss cummings and actions uh we've decided miss cummings. To, uh, maybe i don't know is that a word <laughs> yeah. we've decided to draft the all-time uh five of the the most like the best tough guys and that can mean you know whether they're tough on the court or these guys like you know they're getting into trouble they're fighting this is your the 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 all-time like like rough players that you want to have you want to see these guys in the paint throwing elbows not necessarily all big men but hey we're, we're looking for tough guys in in that in that like vein of Draymond and players like him. So uh, we have previously here. We'll, let's let's see uh, if this works. Okay, it doesn't because I got to do this and then I do this. Uh, there we go. Okay, so we have uh, the big board here. If you're watching us on YouTube, um, we've already we've predetermined the draft order it was random at random.org. Looking for that sponsorship anytime you're ready. Random.org, um, the randomization <laughs> community. Peace. What's happening? Uh, and. Um, Jay you have first pick here we're talking all and we're not we're not we're not filling any specific uh positions or anything we're just looking for a five uh five players and uh other than that you're free to go
2: wow uh okay well uh with the first pick in the Confederacy of Dunks tough guy draft the Jay Rosales are going to select Draymond Green whoa from the University of Michigan State uh, you know, my my question to you, Freddie, I should have asked was like, am I allowed to draft the guy who's like who we're naming, who we're doing this 100%. draft here? Like, if yeah, I'm yeah. assuming he's available. So, of yeah, he's available.
1: He's not in the game. He's available. Um, <laughs> okay.
2: Yeah. Raymond going a, first overall here. I mean, I'm I'm so confident in the rest of my top five here that I'll just go ahead and take the one obvious one that oh, I know wow. would not be back. So, yeah, you can okay. tell I drafted.
1: This this is great to me because I feel like you know the 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 real sort of goal here with Draymond like it's not just tough guy right it's a lot of NBA tough guys but I love loose cannon you know yeah. Draymond it could be like you you're you're up by two five second game and he gets attacked and you lose the game um, <laughs> that's what it, you
0: want on this team
1: that's what I want on yeah. this team yeah, like yeah. it could be a practice and he KOs somebody on his own team. You know, so I'm I'm looking for these guys. You know what I'm,
2: I'm also thinking? I'm thinking, like, I'm thinking in-game. Think about, like, your, your star player sees an open lane. They're driving down. Who is the one person they are afraid of the most, of, like, trying to do something, Hurt. like, trying to dunk over? Like, yeah. everyone will try to dunk over Rudy Gobert. Everyone will try to dunk over a sure. shot blocker. But yeah. I don't think anyone really wants to do anything menacing to Draymond Green. I think they're afraid for their life. No, so that's no, why I went with Draymond. He'll hurt them. Uh, yeah. Okay, uh,
1: I think that I think Draymond's a really good first pick. Um, I don't know if this is like this is my first pick, easy, and, and I have to make sure he's still available for for when it's my my turn again. Um, I got to go with the worm, Dennis Rodman.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yep, yep. Uh, good.
1: I, I think I think this is absolute chaos. Um, he might he might go away for two weeks. Um, he might uh, get married to Carmen Electra um, he might you know be the best player Uh that night he might um hurt somebody he might kick a cameraman a lot is on the table with Dennis and uh yeah I got That's I gotta a great go choice. and obviously you're no one is messing with Dennis like he might he might kiss you and then punch you yeah exactly. like a lot is possible <laughs> he's so,
0: definitely yeah. gonna step on your nuts
1: yeah yeah uh, we exactly. all know that like, like yeah, we all
0: know that we've seen I'll that literally happen yeah uh yeah wow okay some strong picks here obviously um but I, here i am at third and with two choices because it's always a sneak draft you got to um yeah. i'm going with arguably the toughest all-time player like ask nba players they will always include this player on like high on their list and he's the first name i thought of and that's the garbage man charles oakley Former Raptor, yeah, I'm taking him high here. This is a guy that people were literally afraid to come in on. Like, like you, like you, don't go up with Charles Oakley. He's gonna knock you down. You know what I mean? Uh, totally. And also, I think one of the first nicknames when I started, like becoming a basketball fan, when I started paying attention to the NBA. My friend was like, "Oh yeah, Charles Oakley, the garbage man." And I was like. Oh, awesome! I love that name. And then I don't think I've ever heard anyone use that nickname ever again. But I love it. Uh, yeah.
1: Also, he's like, listen, I'm gambling most most of the time. I'm gambling with Michael Jordan. So yeah, come exactly. Yeah.
0: Uh, there's a, uh, obviously there's tons of other good picks here. I like. I think I got a high pick who might last. So I'm gonna wait on my one of my next one of my uh, my top three here, because with this with my second pick we're going with hall of famer hall of fame. Honestly, you could induct him player broadcaster. It's up to you. It's Charles Mm. Barkley. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Charles Charles is great. People forget that Charles is out of control.
0: People forget that Charles Barkley was the Dennis Rodman before Dennis Rodman (gasps) turned into Dennis Rodman. Do you know what I mean? He was the guy who was like, I'm not a role model. That was what he said. 100%. Like, do not copy me, kids. I'm a maniac. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Right? And And also, he's so funny now that everyone's like, oh, it's my uncle. It's like, yeah, your uncle got in trouble,
0: though. He will, he will, with, like, (laughs) in the bat of an eye, talk shit about every woman in San Antonio. Like, he doesn't care.
1: Like, he'll just say anything. And then a degenerate gambler. Your team is gambling. There's a gambling theme already. And there's um, also
0: a K L E Y theme as there, well. There right? is apparently, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I love, I love it. I got, I got my two top guys here. I got them in, at third, and I'm feeling like this is huge. All right, okay. This, this is
1: good. This is good. My pick still on the board. I honestly, I, I wanted Oakley, but I thought I, I don't know, I wasn't sure. But he is, yeah. He's like, he's a tough guy. Uh, a Raptors fan should know that too, because he uh, didn't take any shit from Vince, but. Um, my guy here uh i got he, he's famous for being out of control uh he's famous for being tough uh he was a part of one of the nbas darkest moments i got to <laughs> go with meta world peace yes. ron artest there you go uh meta you know an incredible player but that's not what i'm into right now i'm into i'm into meta you know, yeah, like you, you, you're not gonna mess with him on the court, but also he's weird. You know, like he's, he's <laughs> well, like yeah, yeah. Like there's, <laughs> there's a lot going on there, and um, yeah. So I got I, I I'm happy with my my meta Rodman, uh, two sort of small four forward, power forwards. So I gotta I gotta kind of. Well,
0: don't worry, don't worry. We're not worrying yeah. too much about uh, positioning here, but yeah, mouse yeah. in the palace. I mean, let's go. Right, this right? is one of the all-time moments.
2: Oh man, I'm so happy with the way this board felt to me. Uh, so oh, I yeah. got wow. <laughs> I have a, I have an all-time tough guy. So I'm going to go with Bill Beer first. Uh, he's gonna ah, be, nice. I know you were <laughs> waiting. I knew you guys would be waiting for him. I'm surprised he's still here. So I got Bill Lambier over That's there uh, with my second pick, and so obviously he's 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 an all-time enforcer. The the clips of him just literally clotheslining people yes. is.
1: Yeah, it was there, a different time. The 80s, he was ones. so violent, you wondered about his actual basketball abilities. There but, is a Super uh,
0: Nintendo sure. game called Bill Lambier's Combat Basketball,
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: like, yes, there is, That's and it's mean. a fun game,
2: but it's nuts. <laughs> um, so yeah, Bill Lambier, again, very happy he felt to be. Um, and then next, I'm gonna go with someone who is actually a fighter. Uh, an mma fighter um i'm gonna go with james johnson with my next pick mm. um and i'm 95 percent sure the bucks signed him because the didn't do his job and get the game ball instead so <laughs> if james like, johnson was around that that game ball would be coming to us uh, thanks like, the Nassist, you're coasting yeah um <laughs> so yeah, this is good uh, yeah, no one, no one's messing with my team. Not even in the locker room. Uh, not with James Johnson there. So, uh, again, very happy that this board has fallen the way it has.
1: Very good. We're all happy with our teams. Uh, my guy's still there. Oh, um, I
2: love it. Everyone
1: just... Yeah, oh. there's, there's so many guys.
0: But also <laughs> so many. everyone, like, talking smack, like, oh, you guys missed the best picks, actually. <laughs>
1: Whoa, well, okay, listen. When I say this guy, I mean, there's just not... There's there's no argument. Um do any of your players strangle their coach? Cause mine, don't. trial Sprewell, ah. PJ Carlissimo, watch out. Do I not thought... make Sprewell run too much. <laughs> He'll strangle you. So, um, <laughs> uh, my, yeah. So if you guys have a player on your team that will strangle his own coach, let me know.
0: Oh man. I fully thought Latrell was going to fall. I thought he'd be down here in the last round not And you know what you're yeah. right to pick him here i can't even i can't even pretend well, no, a lot of
1: guys attacking their own coach. choking no. his own
0: <laughs> coach <laughs> is one of the all-time insane moments in nba yeah. history it's really something um but you know that being said i am delighted that i do get to pick my <laughs> yeah. number three and four pick <laughs> here my actual number three and number four pick i didn't think either of these guys would be here but i i, I I felt sorry. I didn't think both of these guys would be here. I should say instead. Instead, they are, and I'm very happy to choose the Wallace boys. Let's go. Mm. Let's just yeah. go. Mm-hmm. Sheed first, and mm-hmm. Ben second. Uh, yeah. Rasheed Wallace, Ben Wallace. Uh, these are two of the absolute toughest guys uh, I ever saw playing. You know, during during my basketball watching careers, um, uh, 41 technicals in his career for Rasheed Wallace. Uh, uh, in a single season sorry I, I said in a career in a single season um that is is the record uh so Rashid and obviously i mean ben is a guy i mean this is a this is an nba champion as well as just a guy you didn't want to mess with mm-hmm. on any level <clears throat> so i'm i'm very happy that my one two three and four are here in on my team
1: yeah i definitely think like it's sort of like a physical fight Your team, you know, I think is is winning so far for sure. Um, But what may, you know, tip the scales in a fight uh, is my next guy who uh, brought a gun to work. I'm going with Gilbert Arenas. Oh, <laughs> yeah.
0: So, uh,
1: you know, your guys are tough, right? But yeah. Gilbert uh, is going to invite you to the locker room and show you that he is armed. <laughs> <Yeah>. So, uh, <laughs> And then he will and, get
0: suspended for a pretty long time. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah, my guys have had, all my guys, by the way, I've had, like, they're not just thrown out of games. The, the, the leagues have to have a meeting about
0: them
1: <laughs> yes. and decide on a unique and rare punishment. So...
0: Mm, interesting um, interesting is one. i hinting at your fifth pick is that someone?
1: <laughs> I, I actually don't know who i'm gonna take fifth but um it's, yeah hopefully someone who um i don't know interesting we, you, you know what
2: time. i think we have so i i'm sure we're gonna miss a whole bunch of names here so I, we have to talk about the names that didn't get drafted because okay we i have yes. way more than four names left yes. here that i could choose from absolutely um, so, really, I'm just, it, it really doesn't matter who I pick, really. There's so many. Cause like, I've got an old, I've got an old piston there. I've got Lane Beer. I got to go with someone. Who's that? Oh, man. There's so many. Uh, I got to pick someone from the Knicks. I feel like a Nick needs to be here. Like, you've got Oakley already, mm. Andy, you know, mm-hmm. Freddie, you've got Sprewell. Like, I need a, there's Knick a big Nick left. left.
0: Yeah. There's a lot of Nick's We can left. say there's, there's, there's a couple. Yeah.
2: There's several. Uh, I'm going to go with, uh, let's go with, Let's go with Anthony Mason. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Great. I thought. Like I said, you yeah, can go so with that. any of the Knicks from that era. Mm-hmm. Um, and for no real, like I don't even have like a great example of anything he necessarily that he's done. I just want a Nick on my team. Um, and to finish things off, I saved this for my last pick. And it, definitely not on any of your lists. But, you know, you talk about someone bringing a gun to the arena. How about throwing soup? Hot soup at their at the oh, coach. Yeah, would go with no, this <laughs> yeah. is Kevin Porter Jr. for throwing oh. hot soup at a coach. I could have gone yeah. with Smith actually, but I went with did, Kevin. Did, wait, Jr. did JR Smith also throw hot soup? Kevin uh, Jarius Smith did something. You're right. He did throw something. Yeah, I'm going but with. Yeah. What, I should. <laughs> oh that's that a with, great pick. With Kevin yeah. Porter Jr, I'm going with the one that throws soup, not the one that abuses his girlfriend. So okay. Clear okay. distinction okay. between okay.
0: yes. The, okay, according the, to this, KJ, okay, it does say that it's JR Smith that threw the soup.
2: There is a Kevin Porter Jr story of him throwing soup. Okay, I'll check. Like, you okay. know what? Can we switch over to JR Smith then? Cuz I'd rather have you want you want the doesn't... confirmed
0: soup thrower, right? The soup yeah. thrower...
2: There's how about this. There's multiple soup throwers. But can I switch my pick to Jarrus? Okay, because, you know what?
0: Yeah, I, I just searched for NBA player throwing soup just to see like which ones came up. It was all Jarrus Smith. But you are absolutely correct, Kevin Porter Junior. There is also a Kevin Porter threw... <laughs> <like, yeah.
1: laughs> yeah. I, I hope there are different types of soup. Like someone threw a gazpacho. It's like, hey, I'm cold. That's a um... so funny. So, 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 just to
0: be clear, you are going with uh, uh, KP? No, Jr. I've said Kevin Porter Junior. I might as well stick with it. Yeah, so, okay, uh, you're going with KP.
2: Jarrus Smith is still on the board. Jarrus Smith definitely on the board here. Okay, wow.
1: Okay. There's a lot of options here. Um, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty conflicted. Um, I, I just think that I want to, I want to give him his shine because he was like, okay. There's like dirty players, right? You go up for a layup and they like pull you down. They horse collar you, that kind of stuff. But, you know, long before Kawhi landed on Zaza Pachulia, there was someone who 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 made famous standing under players while they shoot. Just yeah. a cowardly, dirty move. <laughs> so I got to go. Uh, yeah, a lot of a lot of guys still floating out there, but I'm going with Bruce Bowen that's
2: a because
1: Bruce Bowen, Ooh, that's a he, his thing obviously he was a you know great role player, but like, could you imagine your legacy It's like? Oh, well, the thing is, like, no one thought about this, but here's my hack a guy goes up to shoot, right? And then they have to yeah. land and then they'll fracture their ankle because I'm stepping yeah. where they're landing. It's like, yeah. you, sir, are a calculated maniac. So
2: that's a great choice. Great choice.
1: But he's like, he's my most like put together guy. Like, he sort of, like, he, can go up, he go he goes, <laughs> does the interview, but then he comes back in, he's like, yeah, that guy tore his ACL because of me. Yeah.
2: You know? He's a civilized, uh, yeah, tough guy. Civilized, tough guy. Yeah
0: um wow this is uh this is a shock to me because i do get to pick the number five guy on my list surprisingly even though i already said that it was latrell Sprewell. um uh <laughs> so when you look up the list or if you just look up the dirtiest players in sports history nba history you get a lot of these guys on there you know not all these guys are dirty players but like you said bruce bowen I got a surprise here of a surprisingly dirty player who like, I think got away with it more than anyone else Mm -hmm. um, uh, ever because of his flourish. He's got a very memorable flourish. Okay. But he kind of did the same kind of stuff, but you're talking about with Bowen here and he is responsible for injuring over 25 players in his career.
1: Oh my God. I said, okay. Can I guess? Yeah.
0: Can I guess too? Okay. Fred, You you do one guess. Okay.
1: Is it Carl Malone? and no, my, but that—that
0: is—that was like he's. It's between. It was between these two players. Because
1: he would swing his
2: elbows and hit people
1: yep. in the temple.
0: Yes, he um, would. So my this guy be, did the same thing.
2: My guess was going to be Larry Bird or Kevin McHale, one of those Celtics.
0: Ooh, also very like underrated, dirty players. Those guys, no question. McHale definitely like a like a what a beast. Uh, but no, no, you guys, it's, it's, no, no, no,
2: ah, no, 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 no.
0: Dikembe.
2: You oh, better believe
0: it. True. Mutombo injured over 25 players in his career.
2: <laughs> oh my god. With lethal I, elbows. I, lethal. I honestly,
0: yes, his elbows are the, were the worst in the league at the time and I think he gets away with it in like all of our collective memories He's because so of because of the no, because of the no. We love the we love the finger <laughs> that wag. That's a big flourish, yeah. you know? Like we love it so much that I'm like I freaking love to Kevin Mutombo. What are you talking about? This guy was the dirtiest guy. Yeah, but he but reputation around the league, everyone hated his guts. <laughs> So there we go. Closing it. Okay.
1: Out. We gotta go. Should we read our teams and then drop some honorable mentions? Cause I got a couple.
0: Um yeah, I guess for the listeners, let's 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 recap our teams, Jay. Sure. Go. Uh
2: I got Draymond Green, Bill bear James Johnson, Anthony Mason, and Kevin Porter Jr. pre domestic violence.
1: Okay, I got uh, Dennis. Yeah, I know. Yikes! Um, yikes! Yeah, Dennis Rodman, Metaworld Peace, Latrell Sprewell, Gilbert Arenas, Bruce Bowen. Wow.
0: And I have Charles Oakley, Charles Barkley, uh, Rashid Wallace, Ben Wallace,
2: and Dikembe Mutombo. Guys, your both your teams are just stacked. <laughs> yeah, stack. Um, this is a fun okay. draft
0: to do, and and this is good. you, the listeners, uh, will could please go on the socials, give us a vote. Who who has the hardest, toughest, meanest team here?
1: And Who's loose it? cannon too is a big yeah, factor. Loose cannon, like, absolutely. If they can sabotage their own team, such as throwing the soup, that's big. That's. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie, that is big because there's a lot of tough guys, but it's sort of like. Uh, you know, but like, guess what? After
0: the soup is thrown, there's a fight. Okay, that's there's right. gonna be hands, you know, and just <laughs> like, look at,
1: look at the teams and say who's gonna win in that fight. You know, so that's but that's the Draymond factor for me. It's not just tough. No, it's like Draymond is like, listen, you guys need me right now, but watch this. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yes, like, uh, so okay, I gotta. I mean, should we just go? Like, yeah. Rapid so what are some fire? honorable
0: mentions here? Yeah, yeah, go because I it. got
1: tons, so we can go rapid fire here. So uh, first and foremost, um, respected Raptor. Uh, Serge Ibaka fought his own teammates. Tried to strangle Marquise Chris on the court.
2: Amazing. Uh, I I got uh, Chris Childs for sucker punching Kobe Bryant. Um, yep, so, sucker punch is good. Yeah, I've got Steven Adams just because he looks like Aquaman, and I've got uh, yes. Nicole Jokic just for the brothers, just for the. Brothers. Oh right, Nicole Jokic to back push, which yeah, that yeah. was. Um, but I'm mainly getting him on my team because I want his brothers in 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 some way on my team
0: yeah his, his, his yeah so there's so there's an alternate version of this draft where you actually try to put like a skilled team together of guys who do this and i mm-hmm. think these three players i'm about to say are on that are on that version sure. of the draft for sure versus shaq yes like, mm-hmm. shaq is an underrated like dirty like, guy yeah. dirty tough guy like he, he's like He's in the top ten of all time ejections or something. Like he's <laughs> he's on that list. Carl uh, yeah. Malone, as you mentioned, Freddie. Yes. That's a huge one. Uh, crazy, crazy elbows. Isaiah Thomas. Yeah, that yep. Pistons team, is on my list. yep. underrated, I I think by like the current like like you know I mean although we did see the Jordan documentary so we're all kind of aware of it at this point but like yeah Isaiah was like that little guy who would like <laughs> like be on the on the like on the schoolyard like I really like and, that laugh. letting his big 100%. friends fight for him <laughs> that's what it felt like to me right yes. like so yeah Isaiah definitely uh, on on that version of the of the draft I'd say. Um, KG they, also maybe in there as well yeah,
1: yeah. K- KG I think just like the intimidation. Factor Actor and also like I feel like he'd be hard to talk to, like, you know less
0: dirty, more just You're like having lunch and field. he's just like
1: yelling and you're like, Okay, shit, man. Although um, you hate
0: his guts. Like if you're playing against him, you really hate KG. Uh
1: so I think this guy's really uh underrated. I'm surprised no one picked him as far as like the, the you know, potentially sabotaging your own team. Um and man, he's gotta be up there with injuring players. And is the only guy I can think of who really severely injured his own teammate on the court recently, and it's Joel Embiid. Uh, so okay. Joel yeah. Embiid, um, you know, obviously a bit of a hothead, you know, MVP, right? But, you know, he injured – like, when, when the Raptors played him in, uh, in the playoffs last time, yes, Pascal Siakam, um, who, by the way, has done some dirty stuff, uh, he injured Embiid. But before that, Embiid injured, like, I think – Three of our players next year, he rolled on like he did a sumo weird like barrel roll on uh Draymond Green and Torres ACL. So that's his own teammate. This is chaos. Joe Embiid.
0: Yeah, uh, do we remember Grayson Allen?
1: Uh, yeah, uh, Grayson Allen hitting for sure
0: Gary yeah. in the nuts. Like you know,
1: and also he's really hurt some people too. Grayson Allen,
0: yeah, 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 he's yeah, he's up there.
2: Let's just keep going. I had, I also had, uh, what is it? Kermit Washington for his punch on Rudy mm-hmm. Donovich. Yeah,
1: just, just in terms of just
2: crazy. Isaiah Stewart got to be somewhere on. Yeah, on beef list. stew. Like the thing is, I stew. love. I bring love him up stew, once buddy, an episode. You freaking love <laughs> beef stew. <laughs>
1: but, but that scene where he's bloody chasing around LeBron is like <laughs> that is like really, really chaotic, and it's like one of the more, more intense things I've seen. Yeah, Steel. Come on, love it. Okay, I think that that about wraps it up, right?
0: I think so. That's it for the that's it for the show this week.
1: Okay, well, Jay, thank you so much for joining us. Um, yeah, anything you want to plug? Anything you want to let people know?
2: Uh, no, just just find my my weekly writing on, on Raptors HQ. I've got the the, the, the wrap up which goes out every Monday you know and uh we're not podcasting that's wrapped too much lately you know Jason just had a kid recently so actually not recently Jason. but um, yeah potting has been uh, not happening too much lately hopefully we'll get back on on that in 2024 but uh yeah Raptors HQ look for my work there every week
0: wicked yeah Is and it- uh, again everyone remember go go vote on those on those draft uh, teams uh Um, You can find it on, uh, on our Twitter and on our, uh, I believe on our Instagram as well.
1: Hell yeah. Uh, All the rate review stuff, subscribe to the YouTube channel and uh, Raptors Republic, obviously for the writing and the work. And thanks so much for joining us, everyone. We will see you next week. Bye. Thank you. Peace.